Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Class A Paranormal Podcast. This month, we have one guest for sure, and hopefully a second one joining us a little bit later. Um, We have Kyle, who is the leader of our tech department. Um, He's going to be talking about uh, analog versus digital equipment and uh, sort of the pros and cons of each and how we apply both types um, of these types of equipment in our paranormal slash scientific fields um, and uh, how we kind of use their strengths and uh, uh, to our advantage. And then uh, later, hopefully, we'll have Belil, uh, a new member, joining us. And he is an electromagnetic specialist. So he'll have a lot of uh, interesting insights if uh, hopefully we can catch him towards the tail end of the, uh, of the episode. So uh, we'll welcome in Kyle here. And there he is. You can see all of his equipment in the background, yeah. and that's just some of it. That's just a little bit, yeah. Yeah. How's it going? Good. Yourself? Good. I'm excited to uh, this. This episode is really like for you to shine. I've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of talking the last few months, but this yeah. is really a you subject, and I'm I'm interested in like you know learning about these things. I know you know the basics of the equipment and the yeah. hand and stuff that we use, but there's a reason why we have a tech department and yeah. I'm super grateful that you and Lil and Tony all have your kind of specialties and, and we're always learning and trying to like retain all the information that you have. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll start off maybe with like a, a simple, like in layman's terms description of what analog and digital is for people at home who maybe don't know a lot about it. Yeah. First of all, I, I'd like to reiterate uh, that this is just for um, our our profession, right? I'm, it's not overall like I, I'm not a sound man for a uh, for Black Sabbath or anything like that, yeah. you know. So, yeah. uh, but this is the, to to capture, you know, like uh, the the stuff that we're looking for anyway. What works for us, you know, for yeah. the paranormal field. Yeah. Uh, so apply these things. Yeah. So, so analog is just a, basically a, a physical re- representation of the uh, environment, eh? the natural uh, um, capture of, of the sound and uh, video within the, the environment. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, a, it's a form of recording and interpreting an environment. Yeah. yeah. Where, whereas um, digital is more number ones and zeros. Eh? And so, okay. So do they use different, do they use different methods to read the environment? Or do they use different methods to display to the user what they've read? Um, sorry, what? Like what do you mean by that? analog and digital. I when I hear digital as a person who doesn't have any background in tech, oh, I, okay. yeah. like a digital clock with the numbers, like yeah. more of a techie, like mm. you know, using light up things to show us. Like, is it just the presentation that's different, or the way that they? Yeah. Act? Yeah. the environment is done differently yeah well for recording purposes um analog you're you're going to get again the everything in there right all yeah. of the, the 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 nuances right where whereas digital um it uh it, it'll compress what it uh it's an approximation of of the you know a, a you know albeit a very good one but yeah. uh you can you know i i find it, it it's missing the the uh the character you know of uh whatever we caught it like know, refines it basically 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's still the same. Well, I shouldn't say that most of the time it's, it's still the same thing. Uh, but you don't like, there's, there's certain, uh, frequencies that are attenuated, you know, and, and, uh, the filters that, that filter out like normally what uh, you wouldn't want to hear on in uh let's say a music video or whatever but right. uh in this case we want to hear everything right yeah so because it's sometimes outside of our you know it's right. outside of what would sound good right you know like uh yeah that's the reason we set our our recorders to uh to not clear up the sound like there's mm -hmm. you know settings on different like evp types of recorders uh to um you know, focus on a voice or, or, and to clear out the background stuff. And we make sure yeah. that we turn those things off because we want mm -hmm. the background things. Right. If, if a spirit is trying to talk, it's probably not yeah. going to be really loud. You know, yeah. we want all those small sounds. All up. Yeah. So I'll give you a, a little example of that. Um, we were at the uh, Sir John Johnson house and we caught, um, uh, I caught an EVP on my mixer. Uh, I always listen to the, so my mixer has eight channels. I always listen to the master first. So that's everything, right? So yeah. you never know where you caught something. So I, I caught something on the the, uh, the master channel. And when I when I wanted to zero down, you know, zero in on the uh, where it came from, I couldn't find it anywhere on the uh, just little tidbits, you know, here and there. Um, and then so... So it took all six microphones to uh, capture that EVP, you know. Uh, it wasn't a, a, a major one, you know, like it wasn't a class A EVP, yeah. but uh, still it was very interesting because there, there were, we had different settings, eh, on the different mics. So right. it shows you right there that, uh, you know, like you, it, it adds the character to it, eh? Yeah. So my mixer uh, records an analog. Uh, we, we record in analog and digital because it i send it to a a, a a daw afterwards a digital audio workstation yeah. so we have both uh both to work with eh? right so you you would say that what different equipment captures it's not changing what it's capturing it's just mm -hmm. presenting it in a way that we might interpret it differently yes yeah some more like just the natural state of things rather than translating things mm -hmm. and doing what it assumes it we might want it to do like clearing up little mm -hmm. stuff. yes yeah and uh, some it's it's rare but uh sometimes it'll even completely change the uh what it sounds like uh even words you know you've i'm sure you've come across it too um you know where where i played you the original file right and then the one that i sent you over the, the online it, it sounds different and a lot of times uh lower you know like not as clear yeah 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 it's true uh, it's a good experiment that you did with all those different types of mics and stuff yeah. and, and hearing how you caught things differently so now we yeah. can compare and contrast how mm -hmm. all different pieces work we know which ones are maybe more sensitive or have like a broader range of yeah you know which ones might distort things a little i mean it's hard to know what's distorted because we don't actually know what the original sound sounds like because we can't mm -hmm. hear it with our own ears right right so yeah. to some degree subjective all we have is like a majority so if you've got four microphones that have something sounding 
the same on those four. Mm-hmm. Only one has it sounding a little odd. Chances are, yes. you know, that one is maybe, I wouldn't say like unreliable because it might not be an error, but it could just be analog. It's, it's digital, just capturing things. A bit it's, yeah, it's all in, um, you know, uh, what frequencies they catch best, you know, and uh, um, yeah, like the signal to noise ratios. There, there's a whole bunch of factors. Eh? Um, like th- those six microphones that I had upstairs there, um, a couple were condenser mics, uh, a few were conference mics. Um, I had a shotgun mic, which is a um, uh, for distance more. Eh? It's a super cardioid pattern, which it's a narrow beam, eh? so it's it it it, uh, it only has a narrow focus, but when it catches something, it's really intensified, right? So, right. So it had all the different types up there, and and you you only heard a few of them. You didn't even hear anything, and then you know, and and the rest of them, you uh, there were little parts where you wouldn't even think it was an EVP. You know, it's, it's really a uh, really strange one for sure. It's first yeah. for me. You need, a, you need a variety like that in the field that we're in because you need to play on different strengths. You know, there's probably not one machine that can do it all. So you get one that's more long distance, mm-hmm. one that's short distance, and you kind of create this net that's mm-hmm. able to make sure that you're catching whatever it is based on the strengths of each piece of equipment or, yeah. you know, in a broader sense of the strength mm-hmm. of the analog and the strengths of the digital, right? And that we know about what their weaknesses are and we are aware yeah. of that or we can compensate for that with other pieces of equipment. So it's, it's creating like a balance, right? So it's a, yes. For, for me, it's a, it's a on an ongoing R and D for, for us and the tech department. Uh, yeah. We're always testing new. Uh, if I don't bring out a new piece of equipment, each investigation, I feel like I haven't done yeah. anything. You know? Yeah. Or you're thinking about it 24 seven, which I yeah. love. And, uh, mm. you know, there's nothing like a, a little bit of an obsessive <laughs> yeah. great team member, you know, like yeah. a little machine. OCD. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be a worse things, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely super helpful to the team. And yeah, we're always thinking, we're always rewriting, like, how can we make this more foolproof? How can we make sure that we're catching everything possible and that we're ca- catching it correctly mm. and not having it come out come out weird or anything yeah, like that, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah so what would you say are like the main pros of analog for instance analog pieces yeah well yeah well analog you're you should be getting what was created right exactly to or, or very very close to you know uh there could be some interference in there because analog uh a little more prone to that you know the cables but it, so the sound or voice or whatever that you're hearing, it should that should be what it is, you know. Like, uh, and what what's really strange is it uh, it doesn't come in the ghost frequency or anything. It comes in within our hearing range. So how is that? How is it that we can't hear it at the time and then it's imprinted, you know, afterwards? Yeah. We can hear it afterwards, you know. Right. Yeah. That's weird. I didn't realize that it was they were hitting on the same frequency a lot of the time. Yeah. Hearing. yeah. Now there is stuff that you know in in the ultrasound and in the uh, infrasound. The one that you caught in uh, Renfrew that that was actually in uh, just over in like under and over in the uh, ultrasound. Oh okay. Uh, yeah. So so there you didn't we didn't hear everything. You know what I mean? So it's uh yeah. but we still heard enough 
you know, to, to make out that it was a voice. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's so hard when we don't know where ghosts exist, what frequency do they exist. Yeah, it's, it's trial know. and error, r and yeah. <laughs> Tune into one and, and, like, know that that's where we're going to find them. Yeah. So really broad deployment. Would you mm -hmm. say that analog is uh, cheaper? Uh, oh, it depends. Uh, it depends. Uh, you, you would think, yeah. But um, sometimes the... Sometimes the older equipment is the better stuff, eh? and um, yeah. uh, the stuff that I am looking for, it seems to be very expensive. Yeah, uh, yeah, more so than the uh, digital. Uh, digital, it's more um, the, the digital stuff now. There's more quantity of it, right? So yeah, yeah. Cheaper and, uh, yeah I think um, like the way they make things lately, we associate new things with being made a little cheaper. So it doesn't mm -hmm. surprise me that people maybe want to go old school and they want to get the stuff that that's like manual. You know, yeah. I associate manual with analog, but I don't mm -hmm. know if that's accurate to say. But you know, it's really going back to the natural. You know, measuring of things and yeah, needles and knobs, eh? and <laughs> and and they're accurate as long as they're calibrated, right? Yeah, the more a little more accurate. Yeah. yeah. Are they bulkier? Are the is the equipment tend to be like bulkier or? Uh yes, yeah, that's yeah. that's for sure. Um, you know, we get into, I have it down here. The you know the reel to reel uh, recorders, yeah, and the um, I think we have a picture of it somewhere, but uh, yeah, that stuff tends to be a lot bulkier. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna have to uh probably look for a van soon a big sprinter van yeah, we've talked about that for a while having a yeah, i have yeah yeah it's, it's too bad i didn't know at the time when i bought you've my already, you've got a boardroom already aside from what's behind you, you yeah you're oh, this, uh, yeah this is probably about a, a quarter of what yeah. i have there the rest is in cornwall or at, yeah. The, so the sometimes, I mean, it, we have to take into consideration how much we want to lug to an investigation, too. Oh, yeah. It might be a factor that plays in is how bulky it's all going to be. Mm -hmm. the, digital is definitely easier. Yeah. And I don't want to cut digital down because, I mean, my Zoom H4N, I just love it. It's, it, it captures, uh, it's crystal clear, you know, and um, it's got the, the wide frequency band, right? Uh, or the, uh, you know, the... So does that mean that it can record a, a bigger, a wide range, yeah, of, wider uh, range than a digital one? Frequencies, yeah, yeah. So, it, uh, yeah, I like it for sure. It's uh, and it's got four channels, just uh, yeah, on its own. It's right. Uh, where is it? Oh, I got my. I we just did an investigation, eh? You know, this stuff's all over the place there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a joint investigation with Chaps, which you can find on uh, yeah. on our social medias. Yeah, um, and uh, Elliot from um, and from and Elliot too. Yeah, from yeah. 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 So, is there anything else kind of major of like the strengths of analog? Um, let's see. I think we pretty well. Those are the major ones. The, yeah, they're the major ones, anyways. So, yeah. And then the counterpart from a lot of those. Yeah, the, the, the cons would be like the process. Mm -hmm. Like you want digital for processing, right? Uh, so, what does that mean? Go a little more into what that means. Uh, well, what after you, you catch the the so where when it comes to switching it over to the digital is a process too, right? So 
that's why it is a lot easier to use digital. You mean like putting it into a software where we can listen to it? Right. Yeah. So from tape to saw, you know, from tape to software. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah. So that you need a special device for that. I don't have one right at the moment there, but to show here, you know, so but uh, yeah, it's, it's time consuming. Eh? It's uh, yeah, you need better. Right why I just use the H4N, you know. And, yeah. And once once I'm set up better, uh, oh, that's a great I'm, I'm gradually switching over to to analog, and not completely, but uh, yeah. for the recording end of things. Yeah. yeah, it's always good to have a mixture of different things. Yeah, lots of digital, lots of analog, and lots yeah. of all of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a few setups I have that are you call it like the I call it the hybridization of the you know. Uh, one is for the my mixer, like I said. Um, uh, for, there's both analog and it records both analog and digital, you know. So, kind of just, just messing thing with things and eh? see how it works. And uh, sometimes some setups work, some don't, you know. Yeah, and, uh, it's trial and error for sure. Yeah, a lot of our setup in general is, yeah, mm -hmm. and, yeah. Uh, and the scientific method and stuff. So, we're, we're always changing it to be more mm -hmm. like efficient and yeah. correct and accurate so that what we're capturing is accurate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned that the cables like um, of analog could uh, experience like... Um, uh, like Yeah, so they experience uh, some interference like uh, RFI and EFI, so radio frequency interference or, or electrical uh, interference. There's a lot of that in Loring Yell, especially... Uh, scratchy sounds and stuff that we yeah hear. like the, and um you'll hear like um like something like you're tuning a radio there that you know that sound there you'll you'll hear that through the mic the system sometimes and uh electrical so, kind of sounds not really vocal yeah no not vocal no no it's 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 uh, interference eh? so they have power lines in there you know or smaller you know like electrical lines and uh and whatnot um would we use a Faraday cage more likely than with analog equipment to uh, to block some of that out? Yeah, uh, well, you can use it for for both. Yeah, either, either one actually, because that's uh, airborne. Uh, yeah. Um, so the stuff the stuff I'm talking about, uh, while well, it is airborne, but I mean, uh, it, it's running across like the copper piping, right? And the uh, mm -hmm. and who knows what equipment is in that, like Loring Allen near Solitaire. Um, uh, is is uh yeah I don't know if you remember the EVP with the um well it wasn't EVP but it was a capture of uh, all those wacky sounds that came out of it do you remember that uh, yeah not not human sounds just no no yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but but then you look at it only happened once so was it being manipulated somehow you know how do they make how do they make a voice <laughs> they don't have vocal theory, right is that they can that spirits can potentially yeah. manipulate you know electronics and yeah. make those kinds of weird things so mm -hmm. it's hard to say then because you need it to is hard yeah <laughs> it's a, you know spiritual yeah. all these theories sometimes they are make it really hard to interpret what mm -hmm. you know, the issues are <laughs> and i was talking about the loring owl jail there by the way in case anybody's wondering yeah mm -hmm. uh, yeah so yeah what room was that in uh so so solitary that's um yeah it's the one where well this is probably the reason why there was echoes in there because it's it was metal the whole the whole room right. was metal yeah, it was uh 
and the hallway was really condensed with wiring. Yeah. 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 So yeah, the, you can look at it both way where EM, you know, like the, the EMF is just, uh, um, you know, like causing your, you know, your symptoms or is it man or is it helping to, for them to manifest? Right. Cause it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's conundrum a lot of the time. Yeah. It's hard when these things cr have so much crossover, right. Mm -hmm. Really hard to eliminate them as possibilities when they also could be the cause of the spiritual activity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's very hard to decipher it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, we just at that point we need just layers of evidence that are mm. you know, can't be confused with possible, you know, tech malfunctions yeah. or anything. Just have yeah. to, you know, the only option for this is that it's a ghost, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's a, we're just compiling data. I don't, I don't uh, get rid of anything. Hey, eh? it's it's in the databanks, and <laughs> in case I have to go back to it. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, constantly, uh, constantly mm -hmm. reviewing and re-reviewing and yeah. passing things along and mm -hmm. getting a good filtration sort of over all the content. You mm -hmm. doing definitely most of the work, but I think you kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I do need help though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna. I think Bilal is gonna. Well, everybody is gonna help in the tech department, but yeah. Bilal with the EMF. Uh, He's an EMF engineer, right? So, yeah. so that'll take a load off of me. That's for sure. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're really excited to uh, hear his insights. Hopefully today, yeah. if he can make it, and just in yeah. general on investigations, he's a really mm -hmm. good position. And uh, the tech team, yeah, you needed some uh, extra support and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. your brain is full you know you need to oh, it's too much. I, I found that out in the last investigation there i just this, the thing i wanted to put out a complete um analog version of what you would call an 80 80 meter you know but it this, these were all bench tops um so like a tesla meter and the uh everything an 80 meter has plus the a few extras, yeah. but it's a whole setup. So talking about bulky, you know, it's a compared to an 80 meter, yeah. <laughs> an 80 meter. Eh? It's, yeah. So I wanted to, I didn't have time to get it out there, you know, worth it to highlight those pieces, you know, to lug it along and really mm -hmm. test them out. I mean, we can't bring them to every, every investigation, no. but you know, once in a while. Well, I wanted to set it up there and near solitary to see what was going on. So yeah, we have to test them somehow. So we're going to have to bring, you know, big pieces along sometimes. Yeah. It, it always helps to to uh, do repeats, eh? like repeat yeah. investigations because you can do that. Eh? Yeah. Follow investigation. But eventually, it, I won't, hopefully in the future, I won't have to lug too much because it'll all be set up in a, in a van or a, a trailer or something, eh? like yeah. a big mobile units yeah, that would be spread cables out yeah, yeah. dream big <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so let me just take a little look here through some of the cons that you had told me about um you're, you're saying here that uh like some parts are becoming hard to find like some of the tape because they're older you know analog yeah. be a little older so it's harder to find pieces it says yeah. like data can become corrupted um, I would associate that with digital, but yeah, well, corrupted. Yeah. More like, uh, if, if 
it's lost if you if a tape uh, if it eat like a, a real to real eats up the tape it's it's, it's gone right. you know? it's so just, it's you want to switch it over right away yeah right. where digital you can make copies right away and you, mm. you don't lose lose the day like the original doesn't alter right so yeah. as long as the original doesn't go down but still it's pretty close anyway gotcha yeah. okay uh, any other kind of major cons to to analog equipment that you can think of what um it's digital um yeah it's like a the major ones are the the processing time and uh yeah transfer uh, over yeah transfer uh, mm -hmm. um yeah the, the quality is easy easily lost though uh if you don't capture it right you know that that's another one um it's more delicate in general yeah yeah, yeah. But might be worth you know the level of accuracy and and like just the default content that you're getting mm -hmm. okay makes sense and yeah. then um so digital what would you say the the strengths are um obviously the number one is the yeah the pro all the processing that's involved uh, you you want uh digital for sure um, footprint you know you can make copies on a computer and usb and send it and, yeah and then, yeah it's yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's all um, one format. And, yeah, it's done very quickly. You know, yeah, if you have to send copies here and there to get whatever tested or mm -hmm. or reviewed, or um, it's uh, it's just so much easier to work with. Uh, you know, um, yeah, uh, it's all all right on the screen there. You know, so with uh, when you're working with the a DAW, you know, so yeah, we'll show a kind of this yeah, digital like layout. This is. You know, it looks complicated, but at the end of the yeah. day, I think it's easier for us to make. Yeah, once once it's once you know how to maneuver around there, that's mix pad mm -hmm. there. Yeah, and you can put uh, I forget how many you can put on there, but multiple channels, and you could uh, you can view them in real time. That's something you can't do with analog unless you have uh, paper uh, recorders. You know, yeah. like uh, yeah, yeah, needle and paper recorders. <clears throat> I'll cool. take a sip here a second. Yeah. And um, so what about, um, well, I guess the risks then with digital, other than like with analog, the risks would be like the actual, you know, tape ribbon getting, mm -hmm. you know, damaged or physical yeah. damage to the, to the actual equipment. Yeah. You lose everything. This would you say is more like a, a corruption or like yeah. virus is an issue or like encryption? Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, corruption like the files or file losing the original. That's happened to me. You know the raw file, and uh, you don't have the exact copy. You know, um, although I mean it's very close, but you lose some clarity. You know and. Uh, Especially online, because he, well, you've noticed that if I send something online there, there's, uh, through a few few different platforms, that you don't even hear it or barely hear it, right? Yeah. Where here I'm listening to it, and you know, like what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Let's see here. So the, yeah, so the digital sound it's it compresses, right? When you. So you you are losing some that that would be a con you know uh, losing some character like I was mentioning okay. a while ago with analog 
it's in the yeah. process of compressing. Is that compressive yes. frequency range? Yeah, no, everything like yeah, yeah. Outer. Okay, it's like a yeah, so you're lit, missing the the to me. I call it the character of it, the nuances of the whatever was captured, you know. So and then within compression, are there different types of compression? Like I know there's like MP3 might be a broader or something than PCM. Like I know with the recorder. Yeah, there I don't know all the or wave. But, but, but wave is usually what we move the raw file to. Yeah. Wave. The wave seems to be easier to. It'll be less compressing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I don't know all the details of that. That would be, that would yeah. be Bilal more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I well, I just know in researching how you know how to yeah. use our recorders, it uh, you have to find one that has different sort of formats, and you've got mm -hmm. ones that are more compressed, and then you have uncompressed. Yes, format. right. So we yeah. always put the uncompressed mm -hmm. format, even though it's a digital recorder. Mm -hmm. Consider it to be yeah compressing is just you're, you want to save space right that's, that's, that's mm -hmm. so storage yeah. Yeah, the storage thing an issue with analog mm. and then let's see um so they're smaller they're more portable potentially yes. less expensive nowadays yes, usually yeah yeah uh, unless you get into the you know like the high end stuff <laughs> right yeah oh well, I know some of the costs for this stuff is crazy. Mm yeah yeah i just got a, a message from Bilil saying that he should hopefully be able to hop on in about 10 minutes so okay he might just you know pop up on the screen and then we'll we'll kind of insert yeah. him into the conversation wherever yeah. You're at. yeah yeah um, yes any major um cons that that we haven't touched on um let me see here I, I think we've hit the, the big ones. There's probably a few more, but uh, there's like limitations in editing. Um, I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what that means, actually. I didn't, <laughs> Sometimes we make because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's editing. You could, you could, yeah, it's usually easier to edit, you know, when, with digital. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe they're going. Maybe it's sound wise, you know, character again, you know. Yeah. I think maybe that's what it's meant by. Oh, that. those are the, those mm -hmm. are because I was looking at the cons of analog. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and okay, then, that was the analog one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the cons of digital. Um, of course, a lot of these things are repetitive. So we talk about their strengths yeah. and, and yeah. strengths of. The analog yeah. stuff but uh yeah so the con would be the thing maybe sound a little bit different yeah less less character to it you know more me mechanized you know yeah. um but yeah even then you have to have an ear for that too right? yeah. like the, the, the layman won't couldn't tell much of a difference i guess you know yeah, yeah. Is that from sampling you have like sampling yes yeah and of course your sample rates um so what is sampling? Well, it's uh, it it picks up uh, it it does like a, a sample of the whatever is being captured, um, every so so much a second, you know, and uh, the the more the more sampling a second you get is the better it's going to sound, right? And the, yeah, so I like I don't I don't I'm not too much on too much knowledge in a digital end yet yeah, <laughs> I'm, still, yeah. I'm still learning on that and not on that side of things there but, well, it's uh, always changing too so yeah. i mean 
modern technology is moving exponentially faster than right. the analog phase of things. So, yeah, yeah, we're all just trying. We're trying to learn. You know, a lot of the handhelds that that the main you know investigative mm -hmm. department learns to use are digital. So mm -hmm. we have and then. And of course, digital is getting a lot, but it, they're they're closing the gap. You know, they are, they truly are there. They're 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 um, working up uh, ways to, to to make it sound more natural and uh, yeah. or just in general, not just sound, but in you know. Like, uh, well, they're just more happy with yeah. our world, right? So when yeah. we need to adapt the information we've captured onto, you know, yeah. sound software, well, the software yeah. is online and it's digital and. So yeah. it's just more compatible. It's just fat, yeah, quicker, faster. Yeah. Like the like for we didn't touch much on video. Like analog, you would get the more vibrant colors, right? Uh, mm. um, potentially um, capture something that you may not with the digital because the digital is an approximation. You know, uh, it may miss something. That's why I I prefer analog cameras. I'm just getting into the cameras now, so I, yeah. I don't have too much detail on that but uh, uh is our is the sls um that you made is would that be um analog uh that that's um well that's no that's a digital uh uh well it's actually a combination because the electric mic microphones are are analog eh? but but for it's digital for video though uh, okay purposes okay. yeah for but they, that, that's a special setup though eh? they, the, the sensors in it and uh that could, that could uh, detect uh, slight movement and, and see it like to, to, to make that stick figure up, it has to be digitalized. Right. And to, right. to make that up, it's uh, they're all, it's all sampling and, you know, like uh, in real time trying to depict uh, what's there, you know, and right. originally it's to capture a, a, like in video game, a, a live video game that you're in and, I've never played Xbox, so I don't know exactly what it looks like, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a different, different way of presenting the information too, I mm. feel like on digital. Yes. It's yeah. more of like a straightforward number, like, you, yeah. you know, yeah. it can be a digital zero. number, you know, like an alarm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a little easier for us to read and interpret, I find, digital equipment. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of our, you know, investigators who don't have a lot of tech background, a lot of the equipment we're using is digital. Oh, yeah. It's so much easier, right? And, uh, yeah. And, and then, a, a con with uh, analog is a lo uh, the setup time. Eh? Yeah. For our purposes, it's, it's much, much longer to set up uh, analog equipment eh, than, right. than just bringing in digital handhelds and whatnot. And, yeah. 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 If we can... Uh, finding that balance making sure that we're not um sacrificing quality for convenience mm -hmm. but a lot of the digital equipment is still so strong that it doesn't feel like we're sacrificing anything no not yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah what what equipment would you say is like better uh digital than analog um that we that we would use that we would use uh i would say um I, I wouldn't say one's better than the other. They're just different. Eh? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, to me, uh, so like the analog would, you'd, it would probably sound closer, but then, then it may not, um, the distance may not have the distance that a digital might, you know, 
Uh, so if something's uh, further away, and uh, and this is all just R and D, and you know, casting the net to see what works. Yeah, it, it seems to be like that so far, anyways. And, yeah, really, they should just be working together. A piece of digital, right? Hybrid, yes. The same. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I've been working towards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I like that we have you know different strengths in each, uh, you know, pretty equally. Mm -hmm. We have both types of equipment on our yeah. team, and we have just tons of every kind of equipment, like tons of audio, mm -hmm. tons of video. You know. Yeah, I, I think like for instance the my the Zoom H4n that, that I have. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I mean. I, I've I haven't heard anything better yet, you know, for for capturing uh, EVPs. Uh, I suppose the, they talk about that old Panasonic recorder that's that's worth a fortune. Um, Some of the Sony ones are great. We, we actually have a yeah, oh yeah, the Sony yeah, not only Zoom there, but Sony Tascam, eh? those type of digital voice recorders there yeah. work well. Yeah, these are very high quality microphones and recorders yeah. that we use definitely those are some of the highest rated so, recorders and they're known within our field yeah so the, the, hybrid, the, the hybrid yeah the hybridization like i was talking about now there's one right there so i use this um, parabolic uh, dish that i made up here mm -hmm. uh, with, with an analog mi microphone yeah uh, but, but i hook it up to well first a preamp uh, to clean up the signal from the the microphone, and it goes into my Zoom recorder. So there's uh, analog and digital working together. There's, right. And then it works really well. I've ca caught many many EVPs with this thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what this is? It's a squirrel baffle. <laughs> 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 That's what it is. Yeah. Squirrels for me. Uh, bird seed <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and of course the the, the size of the dish uh, uh, you know makes a, a difference like if you're in a courtyard you'd use like a, a much bigger dish right to capture yeah. more sound coming right yeah well I think we have a picture yeah there yeah there yeah. it is there yeah. that's our hybrid kind of setup and so when you yeah. join uh, when you kind of marry digital and and analog, you mm -hmm. get uh, you know a few different setups that optimize mm -hmm. both, right? Yeah, so exactly. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That just looks cool. <laughs> just looks yeah. futuristic. It's awesome, but it works works well, you know. Oh yeah, it works great. Yeah. It to make it better, and so that so that's what caught. I don't know if you remember the tattoo shop one. That that um, raspy voice. It was it was quite clear. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you weren't there at the investigation. Oh, yeah. I, think I sent it to you. And uh, say so it just it amplifies it. Say it, it makes it, uh, and you can catch something at more of a distance as well. You know. Yeah, and we can also use our digital software like Audacity. You know, the what we use oh, yeah. to to actually look at the uh, file that we transfer to our computer. We can also amplify things on that. Yeah, well, I do some analysis, more of the spectrum analysis, uh, you know. Yeah, we can see what range it falls in. Yeah. Audacity, I guess, would be a digital program, right? Yeah. Well, um, that helps us to as an interpretation tool, I guess, but you, mm -hmm. you have to be careful what types of things we're doing to the audio to make sure we don't. Exactly, yes. You, can't, you don't want to do too much to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you, you can clean it up and yeah. amplify it, but 
when you start slowing it down, like some groups do, well, it, you, you might be changing it there, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we always keep an original copy. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, the raw file. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. And just making sure we didn't miss anything in, in the world of digital alone, but I think we covered most of the, the strengths. Mm -hmm. um, it's only but a, there's a filler control, uh, filter controller, um, the low ends and high end frequencies. Um, Is that? Uh... So we didn't touch on the uh, the Polaroids. Uh, the Polaroids are, are analog, of course. Say eh? so. That's what I was talking about. Vibrant uh, looking pictures, uh, and it will again catch the natural physical environment compared to, to digital, right? Yeah. Uh, where digital is much faster. You can take many more pictures, you know. So that's an advantage for digital there. Um, the yeah, so we actually have a picture on the itinerary there. Yeah, that's, I've just uh, got bring that up. Yeah, and it it's a bunch of uh, Polaroid cameras on a on a little table. We've got yeah. quite a few, eh? How many do we have that are Polaroid? Uh, Polaroid, uh, we got uh, uh, four, four. Yeah, one of them isn't there right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they are, they're all different types. The one on the left there, that, that one takes, uh, you could, so it's got a split down the middle. So you notice there's two view finders, right? Um, you can put a filter, a uh, blue filter in one, red in the other, you know, get a different perspective of the same picture, you know? Yeah. yeah. Lenses should hopefully pop up soon. Yeah. Here, I'll put uh, here last. So that, uh, yeah, once that comes up, you'll see how f more fluid uh, the, you know, the Polaroid is. And then we've got examples of some pictures that were taken with Polaroid too that uh, I've let them know to uh, pop up. Uh, yeah. No, not that picture. Not that one, no. We'll get to that though, that's a cool picture. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nice. The three little cameras. Um, yeah, it's a it's a picture of the shadow figure at Loring Al Jail. Yeah, that's the example we have. Yeah, it's right after the um, the Polaroid cameras. Oh, he's saying he doesn't have he doesn't have that. Doesn't have it? No. Mm. There's two of them. It's right at the end. Yeah, it might he might. It might just not have been saved. Oh, that's too yeah. bad. <laughs> I mean, they look like pretty classic Polaroid. I can probably show it yeah. on my phone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, well, that's okay. That's the cameras, but I was talking about the actual pictures. Yeah, the pictures. Yeah. So this was the camera that's that you were camera. describing with the two. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you can have different. It did two different filters you could of the same picture, yeah. And then, and then that, yeah, you can't see it. Too bad you couldn't bring it up. You can see the shadow figure, but not the detail. Yeah. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, so if, uh, but so the detail, like if it was up, you we can always send put it posted after, right? Yeah. But, so when you look at it, you can you can make the detail out in the the hair and then and, and everything. Like the one. Yeah. Close up. Yeah, I think the shadow is right along the door. Yeah. yeah. And that it, it seems like it's stepping out of the uh, jail cell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah. I mean, they have a negative, right? And they just they yeah. can be tampered with. So uh, mm -hmm. really good, compelling evidence if you present it to, you know, someone yeah. professional, they can see that it's it hasn't been altered. With digital, yeah. you've got Photoshop, you've got the ability right. to do things online that you just... Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then um, we've got to, like, what the, I think the waves of analog and digital look like. We've got a picture of how okay. those sort of yeah. present. Um, and maybe you could yeah, that digital would be more of a square uh, wave. Uh, so again, ones and zeros, bits and bytes, saying uh, where the, the analog is is uh, more like a smooth wave uh, the, with the peaks and valleys. And those are measured by like voltage. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's, and uh, as you can see. Uh, yeah, you can just see which one's more fluid, right? You know, more natural. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I, I don't know exactly how to read that or what exactly it means. Yeah, well, it's just even, even the layman could, you know, if you look at both of them, one is like very squared off and uh, yeah, I mean, know, mathematical, think right? Think yeah. of like robotic, like. Yeah, robotic, you know, yes. Squares. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got the fluidity that's very, yeah. It's yeah. yeah, more. And um, and then, I mean, we've got some reference pictures as well. Uh, we could show on like where our hearing range falls and where mm -hmm. you know some common animals where the hearing range falls. Yeah. And our you know depending on the piece of equipment, sometimes we we catch that range and right. Yeah. Um, so it it um yeah it's a the different there's different types of microphones to that um that uh, could, you know, like are zeroed into a certain bandwidth and uh, like uh, condensers uh, are usually the lower end, the dynamics, the dynamic mics are a little bit on the higher end, you know, of frequency range. Um, yeah, it's, it's all kind of trial and error with that. And sometimes you'll catch something or well, one thing on, one and not on the other and then opposite you know so yeah you, you never know really you just kind of try and cast a wide net you know yeah, yeah. yeah that's how we try to cover you know all yeah. the differences and uh if we had like a goldfish on our team that would maybe help you know but yeah. we, had, we had a dog at, at one yeah. point yeah and um you yeah. know well he, he picked up on a few things that to some things that i mean we just we didn't hear or see so because a lot of you don't hear much about the ultrasonic uh for for paranormal more of the infrasound right but uh there i've captured stuff that that has gone in to the ultrasound you know above our hearing range so yeah um yeah so you have to step that down right to, to to hear it you know step it down in, in octave frequencies now does that distort it in any way when you're bringing something into a different it is yes yeah it, it it 
you know, like I, I'm sure there's equipment out there that doesn't do that, but it's it's quite a, a it's quite a translating it right. Yeah, right. Here, so yeah, if you're if you're changing octave and pitch, then yeah, you're you're changing it uh, for sure. Excuse me. Um, yeah. So let me see these different species here. Got uh, some really weird ranges. Mm -hmm. The human range is. 64 to 23,000 hertz, which is a pretty yeah. big range. Yeah. Is that what they say? Is that what it says? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's usually, usually the standard is 20 to 20 hertz to 20,000 uh, hertz. Yeah. I've heard 20 as well. So that might yeah. be mid, like the younger middle ear year. Oh, yeah. You, and maybe. You know. Yeah, I think even the younger, it's very rare probably to get right down there at 20, you know, and then hear yeah. something. And, yeah. But you usually lo lose the high end as, as you get older, right? The, the higher frequencies. And yeah. That's what, that's what the, uh, actually, I have a couple here that I wanted to try out. Uh, um, this is an older style um, hearing aid, say. Um, and that that would help you with the uh, dynamic range, eh? The uh, the ultrasound. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah, it's uh, like compared to the older uh, or the newer models. There, it's it's you know, like look how bulky this thing is. <laughs> it's got a yeah. it's got a wired remote, and uh, yeah, that's cool. I would have never thought to even use that. So you can yeah. use all kinds of things as as yeah. tools. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't tried it out yet there, but uh, yeah. and uh, I have like. Two different styles of the the older models there. Yeah, get it get it out there one day. I just have too much equipment. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, maybe we can use. It. How would a, would a hearing aid work for someone who isn't hearing impaired? It um, it'll still help. It'll still increase the um the uh, the higher end the ultrasound. You know, or not in the ultrasound, but the higher end of the human range human hearing range <clears throat> this is another one so this kind of looks more like the uh you know i don't know if you can see that there, yeah, there we go. anyway it's a yeah little pod yeah it's a little pod there. So oh, we've got, we've got a friend oh there he is hi Bilal. how's it going how are you doing guys go oh ahead. it's great yeah We've uh, gone through a little bit of uh, like the pros and cons of, of analog equipment and digital equipment and, and you know, what, how we use both of them in the field, which basically is just we layer them. You know, we try to use the benefits of, of both by using them kind of simultaneously to make like a big net, you know, to try to get as much range as we can, as much accuracy so we can compare and contrast them, you know, and... Uh, and hybridization, yeah, of the equipment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's, you know, just kind of some pictures to go over. It's, a, you know, just time to chat about things. I'll let you and Kyle kind of chat because this is, you know, your your realm. And well, I'd like to hear more on the, how EMF would uh, affect, uh, you know, like uh, how it works. Does it work differently with analog and digital, like in the recording, with recording purposes or? Because you must record uh, what I actually don't know. I know what you are, but I don't know exactly what, what industry you're in. There, so electromagnetic something. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah, I think uh, 
when we're trying to record something, um, it really depends on many parameters and of the signal that you want to record. Mm. So if it's above the noise and the signal to noise ratio is good, mm-hmm. I think it doesn't matter whether it's analog or digital because the signal to noise ratio is good. So the intelligence in the in the um, in the signal will be preserved. Okay. But when the signal to noise ratio is so low, I think the digital will do well. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it really depends on the on the on the source of the signal itself. Yeah. Because um, um, maybe the the one who is transmitting that signal or transmitting that information. Maybe he's doing some kind of coding, so that the information will be lost in the noise. In the noise, okay. yeah. When you use a spectrum analyzer, you will not see anything at all. Right. You will only see the, the noise floor, but the the intelligence is there in the in the noise. So you have just to correlate with some kind of pseudorandom sequence, and it will pop up from the from the noise. Okay. So it really depends on many parameters. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was talking a while ago uh, about how uh, the, is, this is the only time it's ever happened. But so on my mixer I have a master track. Eh? So it's an eight channel mixer, and the master track I always listen to first because I'm hearing everything right. Although you know there's a lot of stuff going on, right? But uh, uh, so what happened was is I heard an EVP on the master channel. But when I went to zero in on it, on the, the individual mics, uh, so there were six mics in the upstairs part and every mic kind of had a different part to it. it. It wasn't the whole, you know what I mean? I I don't know if, if that can be explained or, or not, but uh, it was it was very, very peculiar because I've never heard anything like that. I think it uh, goes back to the concept of diversity, I guess. Mm. When we have many points through which we're going to receive the signal, we're not going to receive the same the same version mm. with the same features, yeah. each, each of which will have uh, its own uh, proper like signal. Yeah. And uh, we can play with these uh, diversity schemes. It's not something bad, by the way. Uh, in the telecommunication field, it's the best thing ever. Because if one signal is, is indeed fading, the other one may be strong. And we mm-hmm. can combine all of them to get mm-hmm. the best. You yeah. get a complete idea from all the angles. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Were you able to sync up, Kyle, that? sound and whatever caught it to sort of maybe play it all together at the same time see yeah it. well uh yeah it, it plays like i it plays it together on the, the master i i don't know how it did it but uh it it's it's all it was in time right so it's time coded of course and uh i didn't do any analytical uh you know any spectrum analyzer uh i shouldn't soon actually check that out yeah because <laughs> see what's going on um, but it seems like it's just parts of a whole, you know, in each mic. Yeah. Or did any of them miss it completely? Were any of them completely? Oh, there, oh, yeah, there was a one. I'm not saying you couldn't hear it. Well, I couldn't hear it, but it might have been there, right? Maybe it was the lower end 
or the higher end and frequency uh, bandwidth, you know. So yeah, the capacity of that machine just might yeah. have been up to par. Yeah, you'd have oh. to do an analysis saying, like, you know, on it. Yeah. Having those layers is how we can corroborate things and, and make them the most complete that they can be and the easiest for us to hear, mm -hmm. having all those different angles. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I love that when you. You're on scene because you put a million mics everywhere, like the whole place is up. Oh, the whole the whole place is wired. Yeah, I mean, I mean, tons of visual. I mean, we need more visual, like we could do with yeah. more cameras and stuff. But I yeah, mean, I'm, I'm looking this stuff. I'm looking outside of the the norm there with with the, because you know there's not a lot being caught visually, basically. Like even the you know like let's say on on TV the pros, if you want to call them there, there there's they're lucky to catch one thing, you know. Yeah, and or EVPs, there's always there's always four or five, anyways, you know. And so, what that is, I don't know yet, but I'm experimenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're working with, you know, light frequency ranges and yeah. and dark lighting because we don't. Well, we investigate sometimes with lights on, but yeah, all the yeah, the different filters too, a eh? um. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, like maybe um, Bilal can touch more on that. Uh, like with the for visual, like the where where it could be in a different uh, spectrum, I guess. Uh, um, this stuff, you know, like a, let's say an apparition to catch an apparition. I know, I know, it's it's, it's hard to explain how to catch one, but uh, is what where do you think it lies in, like uh, to, to try and zero in on that. Yeah, the, the filter plays plays big role, and it depends on the type of the filter. I mean, um, I mean, I think from personal point of view, maybe I'm wrong. Um, it really depends on, as I said from the beginning, on the, on the source of the signal itself. Mm -hmm. Like we're trying to catch the image of a ghost or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, as humans, we are in the trap of thinking that these ghosts are, I don't know, maybe they use the same intelligence as a human beings, maybe they use the same techniques, mm. maybe they are, uh, I mean, maybe they're the equivalent of their ears or their eyes, they have the same dynamic range, mm -hmm. maybe not, maybe it's total new paradigm. I mean. Yeah, I I know when it comes to um, uh, I've seen a couple now. There's shadow figures, uh, so not a full apparition there, but a a full shadow figure, and it doesn't move like a human, right? So it it's, um, it, it's it's fluid, very fluid, eh? Like uh, it's not like it's like it, it's it could be walking. Yes, I I seen one that looks like it's walking, but it just doesn't look like the same thing you know it may not have been a spirit you know a human spirit it could have been some other who knows yeah <laughs> that, that was at the cornwall jail <laughs> well and we often wonder how spirits would be able to talk or hear us if they don't have physical eyes yeah. or ears right yeah. vocal yeah. Cord, you know like that's strange one <laughs> yeah yeah Dan likes to likes to talk about that a lot of like how that could possibly you know work Right. Um, 
Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think it's to capture something like that. It's something to do with the sensors too. We got to yeah, the right sensor, you know. And uh, I don't know. I just <laughs> it's all, all, all trial and error. And, do all cameras have filters? Like all of our, you know, capturing devices automatically have some sort of filter. Well, yeah. Well, you mean like in the IR, and we most of ours are in the the IR. Um, yeah, like when you guys say the filter plays a big part, like is it removable? What does the filter do? Like, what is the? Uh, well, the, yeah, if, maybe maybe uh, the level like that. In general, the filter is trying to remove the noise. Right. There is some kind of noise, and this noise is is big, and it's and uh, it's located in the in the same bandwidth of the signal. Mm. The filter tries to remove. And to reduce, not remove 100%, but at least reduce the level of the noise. Attenuate, yeah. Attenuate, yeah. 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 And noise. when the noise is attenuated, the resolution is going to improve. And maybe you can detect something that was not there when the when the picture or the signal itself was noisy. Mm. It's the same as our recorders. They have the noise reduction features and stuff. But the recorders that well, at least one of the ones that we have, you can get rid of the noise reduction feature so it doesn't reduce things. Is that something that you can do with cameras to only have the most natural picture being presented, even with its, you know, mess or whatever normally would be filtered out? Interference or whatnot, yeah. yeah. Up to a certain extent. Okay. You cannot do whatever you want, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Well, is there any kind of device that just captures things exactly as they are, or does a camera or visual equipment need some sort of clearing up to function? Uh, there is no such device that we picture anything in the ideal way. There is no such thing. But we have to, to choose carefully the components of the camera. Sometimes we don't have to buy a camera from, uh, I mean, from Amazon or from yeah. any platform. Maybe we can just combine some components yeah. uh, from multiple companies and we build our own. I, I've no, I've noticed. I don't know about cameras, but I've noticed with microphones, you don't necessarily need the the most expensive one <laughs> to, to to work well. Eh? And, yeah, very yeah. true. Sounds right up Kyle's alley to be building his own uh, camera. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And by the way, maybe sometimes we can uh, we can separate many signals uh, in the same sound uh, sample by applying some algorithms. So some scripts using C or Java or any other programming yeah. language, and we can separate multiple uh, multiple sources from. From the voice sample, yeah. That would be for maybe a digital piece of camera mm. equipment. Yeah, you could code yeah. certain, mm. you know, instructions into it. Yeah. yeah. Could look into that, maybe optimizing a type of visual uh, piece of equipment, like a, you mm. know, a camera, a video camera of some kind with, mm. you know, all the best parts of different things keeping the filtration to an absolute minimal that's well I, uh, well I can do that with this one here somewhat um, this is the uh, this is the SLS this is the uh, the V the V2 uh, this is not the stickman one there but uh, 
there, there are some things you can do to it, uh, to you know, with the sensors and the angles and whatnot. So I play play around with that uh, sometimes. I, I've only had it on a few investigations. I like the depth uh, sensor. It, uh, so it shows the distance of whatever you're capturing um, as well as um, very good for shadows, you know. So that's why I wanted to get out there for a bit potentially maybe a shadow figure you know who knows yeah. because i uh, one test i i did here i, I had it at uh, this end of the room and it was catching the shadows of the, the pigeons flying out, outside but behind my like my you know my drapes there they're solid they eh? so so it was catching the shadows there so i that kind of just <laughs> there you go. a little eureka moment there <laughs> maybe you trusted with your shadow too didn't you i think i saw a, a video yes, yeah. walking yeah. by but just your shadow and it, just the shadow yeah <laughs> the angles found yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah well, i mean we test things as best we can you know yeah yeah i really like the pigeon one because it was behind the veil so to speak you know <laughs> yeah that's some, uh, some obstruction yeah it wasn't a super like dark shadow. No, I, I couldn't see it with my eyes, you know. And it's not human. Flying by, but this this thing saw it, eh? So. so how does it, without like the limbs, like the four limbs, how did the stick figure, did it look like, you know, a body with two kind of wings? When it Oh, no, no, it didn't catch the stick figure. It, it was just catching the shadows of the uh, of the, the birds flying by, right? Okay. Behind, behind my, the curtain, the solid curtains, you know. Yeah. I couldn't see them flying with, you know, but the sensors were picking it up, so it's just okay. the range, I guess. Eh, like you know, yeah, it's good to know you need context to know how deep it's going. Everything needs to be perceptually yeah. accurate yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so mapped out right. And kind awesome. of by the way, I remember I saw in one documentary that um, some guys they used some cameras uh, to detect uh, the energy level in some place. So when there is someone over there who has some temperature, it will display some red spots over there. Oh, Maybe. like an infrared? Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, infrared. Yeah, we I've used one a few times. That's uh, yeah, that's a very good piece of equipment too. I've never captured any. Well, you were on some investigations, uh, Taylor, with um, when I had the infrared out. So that's the the infrared camera. That thermal. <laughs> Thermal, sorry, thermal camera, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we farted on it. <laughs> see what yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it worked. Um, yeah. I, yeah. What he was describing, it it struck me as a few. It, it could have been a few different kinds of equipment that we have. Um, yeah. Like yeah. No, this is for heat and measuring heat and uh, yeah. like, uh, it images everything in front of you, right? Like yeah, a video yeah. camera, but yeah. it. It's got the different uh, heat, the colors, eh? The yeah. gold and and it says tells you the exact temperature. Everything is color coded by by the yeah. temperature, so you can see cold spots, hot spots. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know if it was like motion reacted or if it was like well, it was, it was real time. It was it was in yeah. real time, eh? and uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't motion. Re no, no. It was uh, it was like a video camera, but with the uh, you know with the thermal measurements, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. There's a lot of different. Uh, there's also cameras that are. I think they're uh, ultraviolet or uh, mm -hmm. full spectrum cam. And you start seeing these colored, you know, blobs that are the, 
apparently ghosts, you know, in the shows yeah. and stuff. But yeah, they, that, yeah, I think you're talking about uh, EMCCDs. Um, yeah, they're uh, charged couple devices. There, it's a camera that uh, um, I forget how it works. There, it's a it intensifies the or it's a, on an electric electron multiplying charge mm -hmm. device. That's what it is. Yeah, and um, so. I've always, yeah, they're expensive. Eh? I'd love to have one. <laughs> Make one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just believe you can do anything. <laughs> oh it, would take, it would take a while. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I'd rather find one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cameras are something worth exploring too. I feel like we've, yeah, we explore audio a little bit more, but yeah, visual spectrum falling into, you know, UV and IR and in those other ranges is where yeah. we might be able to capture more visual stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm reading up on it now. That's it. Yeah, it's true. I, I was sound first, you know, but now that, uh, now that that's pretty well set up, I mean, yeah, we've got a lot I'm into the, yeah, into the yeah. video end. Awesome. Cool. Well, we're going to slowly wrap up cause we're a little over an hour and, um, yeah, we've covered pretty much everything. Like, um, you know, there's just different strengths to different things, and we use them all in conjunction. We're super lucky to have, you know, you who's got tons of equipment. Some of it's like homemade, but reliably so because you have a background in this stuff. You know, you're not just making <laughs> random stuff. But you really know what you're what you're doing, and we test yeah. them out, and they function, and we do trial and error, and we yeah, it's a trial and error thing. Yeah. Try to find the errors in them, you know. Yeah, and um. Yeah, we have a lot of different types of equipment and some of it's, you know, hard to lug around to every investigation and mm. you know, some of it's, you know, traded convenience for, for mm. you know, more faulty kind of results. So we have to kind of use them together. Yeah, in that, but, yeah. yeah. but we always like, you know, read, read the reviews before we buy stuff. We get like the best state of the art stuff if we do do digital or whatever. We're really not sacrificing too much of the quality because we make sure that we we spend you know the extra amount and get well you especially spend the extra amount you know the stuff that you have is mm -hmm. a lot of it is yours and uh yeah you get the better stuff so mm -hmm. that's kind of how we do things and we just test things out and trial and error and that's all yeah. we do we get people with you know specialty backgrounds like you and Bilal and uh and tony who's uh got an, an electrician background which yeah. plays a part you know with technical interference and you know emf levels and yeah. and you know, while well, in uh bouvan who uh bouvan yeah you know, who, i'm sure he works with the sensors sensor end of things hey eh? like that like would... brain imaging yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. I forget that he has also kind of a tech side of things yeah. as well as that cognitive human sort of psychology mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, we have a great group of people. <laughs> we yeah. are we're covering everything like as best as we possibly can with with a topic that's just so mysterious and unexplored. Mm -hmm. We're doing the best that we can. That's yeah, it's so broad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we don't know what goes the broad net. We don't yeah. know where they speak, what frequency. We don't know what they're made of. Yeah. So how do you know how to measure those things? Like, mm -hmm. you know, you just have to look at the patterns from other paranormal investigators who have had success, yeah. and and you start to just build patterns of, of yeah. hypothesis. Like that's all that we can do, and mm -hmm. try to test it and find you know more patterns until eventually it seems like we've you know found a string of things that are beyond probability, and we're on the right track. Like mm -hmm. that's all that we can do. So. 
Yeah. And some things we feel more sure about than others, you know. So, mm. yeah. Any uh, any last thoughts? I know you guys could probably chat forever about this, and yeah. we'll get like lots of time to I mean, be less new, but hopefully have yeah. an investigation coming. Well, we need that uh, that big investigation there where we have the whole weekend to set up. Oh, <laughs> getting like the whole team together you know it's yeah. hard with a lot of members but mm-hmm. we're best we're aiming for the end of summer hopefully like you know early fall get an investigation hopefully everyone can make it and mm-hmm. we can bring out the equipment and really like you know do a nice big one mm-hmm. and uh, and you guys will get to chat and i mean you'll have your tech tech department going on and you know, yeah. you know show them around yeah. and pick each other's brains and <laughs> things that we just can't keep up with but yeah yeah well well especially you know like with, with the the emf and the things that where where i'm not like i i understand it but uh not not in detail you know so that yeah. that one that's going to be a oh, that's specialist <laughs> so, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm excited to hear what you guys all come up with and to keep understanding these things more myself you know it's, it's definitely a learning curve for me and a lot of the other people in 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 our team are new and have no experience investigating or Mm -hmm. with you know equipment so yeah it's it's awesome i know a lot of viewers will appreciate this podcast episode because we've tried to put things in layman's terms for them Mm -hmm. to understand even people with a really basic knowledge like me that's why you know i was here to kind of balance it out ask ask the dumb questions you know because Mm -hmm. i'm like dumb when it comes to a lot of this we no, no, they weren't dumb questions. They were, yeah. 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 We, I think we explained things in a way that a lot of people can really start to understand. And this is just an introduction into that stuff, of course. Yeah. Go into way more detail, possibly on future episodes, or we could just go live one day and just mm-hmm. let, you know, our audience who's into this more, you know, yeah. tech side of things, scientific Or side. even uh, before an investigation when everything's set up, you know, you can kind yeah. of breeze through it. You know? Totally. Yeah, yeah, and then we can physically, you know, touch the things, try them mm-hmm. out. Yeah, some things. I mean, you're coming up with new things and obtaining new things all the time. There's things mm-hmm. I've never seen before that you have. <laughs> no idea what they are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. Well, thank you both of you. I know Bilal had to kind of rush home, so thank you for making it work, <laughs> even for a short little while. It's super interesting to get your insights on things and just to see you guys both like nerd out together is really fun <laughs> for me and, and for everyone so yeah i appreciate you guys coming and, and for all the viewers for watching and uh we'll be back next month and we can keep these conversations going too on our social media and everyone can comment you know their experiences with different equipment and their advice and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah definitely send me send uh, your, your experiences and uh, yeah. you know yeah, where do you think ghosts live? Yeah. What frequency do you think we're in? Where do we find them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Have a good night, everyone. See you in a month. Okay. Bye. Bye.